You're listening to the Healthy by Nature podcast. I'm Jordan Semina. And I'm Lexi Strew. Join us for conversations about all facets of health and wellness to nourish the mind, body, and soul. Yeah, let's do it. So to start, do you want to introduce yourself and share a little bit about how you got into the travel industry and sure. how you started your business? So my name is Tannis Derland and I own Travel with Tannis. And I have been in this industry just about 16 years now. And I'm a travel fanatic at heart. That is what fuels me. I always say that travel is my therapy and my passport is my prescription. And that's how I function. So I'm somebody that has typically taken off um, and retreated somewhere when I've needed a break or needed to check out. Um, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. Don't get me wrong, but I also think that travel is good therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been in it a long time and over the years things have shifted, but I'm very fortunate. I've lived on three continents. I've had an experience. I've been to 60 countries. I've had this life that has afforded me so many opportunities And the nice thing about owning a travel company is you can create things, anything you can imagine. And that's what we do for our clients too. And Mm -hmm. so that's, that's our, my company. And that's what we do. I have six agents who work for me and our whole job is to anything that they can think of. We make it happen. Amazing. Oh, I'm so excited to dig in. I have the best job in the world. Yes. Uh, Except for during COVID. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't know if we want to get into that. No, going forward. (laughs) You know what, though, I have to say, I'm still here. We're all still here. And I still have my business. Yeah. And I kept a travel company open during COVID. How incredible. And I think that speaks to your level of service and expertise as well. And looking for solutions. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. So for wellness travel, what are your favorite destinations? What do you look for um, as far as like adventure, yoga, relaxation, spa experience? So I love spas. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram or you follow my travels, you'll know that everywhere I go, I hit a spa and it doesn't matter if it's in Mexico or if it's in Thailand or if it's wherever, I always hit a spa. Um, but I'm a yoga enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I love yoga as part of my escaping around the world. It contributes to my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many places that you can go in so many places that offer it. And my favorite place on the planet, as everybody knows, is Thailand. Okay. Um, there's nothing more magical than Thailand. At least that's what I think. Um, Thailand is a place where you can, it's very, very, very affordable it's not going to break the bank. You could stay there for a month for what your mortgage payment is here. (laughs) And you could eat like a king and travel around and you could do everything. You could have a Thai massage every single day if you wanted to. You wouldn't because you'd be in pain. But anyway, Um, (laughs) but Thailand is a place, the minute you arrive, you just feel decompressed. And there's so many spas and so many retreats and so many places to go where you can just check out. So Thailand is, of course, you know, always mine. Costa Rica is a very different experience. Um, And then, of course, Bali. Those are my places. Those are your places. So for someone looking to really relax, recharge, unplug, you can do all of those places on a budget, would you say? Or Bali, Thailand, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Costa Rica is a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, but 
um it can be done like we have I, there's one property there that i i adore it's it's called the bodhi tree and they do fabulous yoga retreats but then like i do a yoga retreat to bali and the like it's unreal it's eight days it includes all of your accommodation and luxury accommodation and spa resorts and wellness centers it includes all your yoga all your farm to table food like everything that's 1900 bucks for eight days. yeah wow so you yeah, are plus your flight yeah yeah but the flights like for this last round we found flights for 900 dollars return so holy so for someone who for like for myself i'm not an experienced traveler um i'm a, like a rocky mountain girl i don't get out very much <laughs> Okay. So for someone who is looking to explore retreats, what would you recommend to them? Like, would you recommend that they get on a tour? Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get asked this question, like a lot, typically, of course, they're women. Yeah. Um, We're traveling and, by themselves as well. Right. So there is, there's kind of a thing right now. There's a shift to a lot of solo travel mm -hmm. for women. Yeah. Um, they could either just be alone, they could be newly divorced, they could be just happy to travel the world by themselves, it's these people, right, or just yeah. young women who are just in a stage in their life where they still want to travel, maybe all their friends are kind of booed up, and they just want to go do something. Yeah. So I say, if you haven't done it before, hop on a tour for sure, hop on a group tour, like even one of the ones that I put together, whatever mm -hmm. it is, everything's taken care of. You still have your own accommodation you can share like if you want to bring a friend you can share a room with them but you're in a group of people you're safe you're secure but they're not necessarily needing to be your family or best friend all day all night you can still yeah. have your own trip but you're very very protected and taken care of so and as far as like getting there getting off the plane and getting to your destination like that's all taken care of that's yeah and that's what you yeah. have me for easy peasy yeah so what are some of your personal favorite experiences or places that you've stayed um as far as wellness travel goes i have so many yeah i know i watched um you review costa rica when you went there and it looked so magical and just like how the place is really centered around wellness and it seems like that's very much embedded in the culture of the people well and i think with costa rica too that people think Costa Rica is all beaches. Yeah. And it's not. So okay. you can definitely go out to that Guanacaste region or wherever and like do beaches for sure. But there is a whole other life to Costa Rica and it's that rainforest and being in the north and really kind of diving into that kind of experience as well. So like up in Monteverde in the cloud forest, like go hiking in the cloud forest. It, it's incredible. Um, I went and I don't know if you saw the video. I went and did the Tarzan swing where they drop you 500 feet through the rainforest on a string. <laughs> so I've done skydiving and I've done bungee jumping and yeah. that that was next level. That was um, it. <laughs> do it though, do it because yeah. you do 11 lines of zip lines to get to the top. And it's only when you get to the top where you're like, wait a minute, how do I get down? <laughs> and you realize, yeah. Um, but then like, that's the thing. You can go and have these wild adventures and then you can go down to Nusara or down to the Bodhi Tree Resort and just chill out at the beach. Like mm -hmm. there's so many 
There's so many things you can do in Costa Rica. It's my favorite place ever in Costa Rica. And I mean, this is no offense to all my other suppliers and hoteliers there. Isla Chiquita. Okay. Is, it's a little island in Punta Arenas and it is glamping. Oh. When I was going over there and I first found out that I was going camping, I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I do really well at the Fairmont. <laughs> so to find out that I was going to be camping was, it was the most incredible experience. They're luxury tents. Um, some of them even have pools on the deck. Wow. Best experience ever. Best, like find Isla Chiquita and go there. Wow. Okay. They pride themselves on being a nomad um stay so every single tent has their own wi-fi router they don't have tvs or anything like that but yeah. if you wanted to work remotely in the most serene checked out place on the planet it's there you have your own wi-fi router you can work from your deck in your tent one better than you can here in calgary but wow. you're on a remote island that's so, and I think, you know, if I'm going on a retreat, I don't want my computer. But, but some I, of us, like for yeah, me, totally. I'm always on, right? You're so always on, yeah. But the nice thing is you close your computer and then you can go and hike. They have the bioluminescent sailing at night. So all the yeah. plankton glowing in the water, you can go out and, oh, it's just the wow. coolest experience ever. Are you seeing a lot of that now with people being able to work remotely, like looking for destinations where they can kind of check out, but still be connected? Um, the biggest request I have is Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. They want to make sure that they're not going to have a problem connecting to back home. Yeah. So yes, there is a lot of remote work and mm -hmm. people are going everywhere. They're going the Caribbean. They're going, you know, Asia where I'm finding like, even for me, when I was in Europe a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. when you're on a nine hour time difference, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. You have to really make those adjustments, but people know that, but yeah. it's still, as long as you have a good Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. You can work wherever. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Printing services and like the main yeah. off, like if you ever needed to print something or you needed to, it, they've got it all. They've got it. So, okay. I love the idea of having this adventure and this, this like private, like really private. Um, my first experience on a retreat, um, yeah, where did I, you went, <laughs> I went, I got signed up on a silent retreat and I didn't know it was silent. <laughs> so I went with a friend and her mom and we got, um, we got into the yurt in this forest and they said, welcome to silent spring. We're not speaking here so I should have that should have been my for first how time. long it was only I think it was four days so but <laughs> I know I, I immediately put my hand up what like we're not talking in here but it really opened me up to this world of wellness travel and all of these different retreats that exist so I love the idea of you know solo travel and the ability to have your own space and check out these adventures that are safe and guided because um, mm -hmm. I'm also a hypervigilant person and I get very uncomfortable when I'm in situations where people don't speak the language or um, okay. you know so I think it's really nice to be to be guided and to be 
to yeah. be really confident that you're going to a safe place and you're being taken care of. So truthfully, mm-hmm. in our world today, mm-hmm. it's very rare that mm-hmm. you're going to end up somewhere where someone isn't going to understand English. I always say, if you're going to a country, learn how to say, please, thank you. Hello. Goodbye. You're set. Super simple. I know. <laughs> um, they appreciate it. And it mm-hmm. shows that you like be a touristy traveler. Don't be like one of those people who just hops around from, you know, resort to resort, yeah. like yeah. immerse yourself, learn, the Get culture, in there. learn about it and like throw out a few words. But for the most part, majority of the places you're going to go, they're going to speak English or some understanding of it. Wow. Okay. I love the snapshot you gave of Costa Rica. Do you want to chat a little bit about your experiences in Thailand and Bali? And kind of, yeah, for sure. So Thailand, um, I actually did a podcast episode on it. It's called Thailand Saved Me. Thailand actually saved me. Um, I was in my 20s and I had just gone through a bad breakup. You know, your heart's broken and you feel just kind of stuck. And I took off to Thailand. And it was the biggest thing I had ever done on my own. And I wasn't really sure if I was ever coming home. I like said goodbye to everybody. Like, this might be it. Who knows? And best thing I ever did. I learned very quickly mm-hmm. um, so much about myself, what I could tolerate, what I couldn't tolerate, what I liked about myself, what I didn't like, what I needed to not fix, but work on. Mm-hmm. And like months and months and months later, I was just like this very different version of myself. And I came home ready to conquer the world. So I always joke that it's important that you go eat, pray, love yourself to death. And that sounds really silly, but it's true. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you'll ever really be comfortable traveling or comfortable doing anything if you don't know yourself and you don't like yourself. Mm -hmm. So Thailand really saved me. Thailand taught me how to get along with myself. Wow. Yeah. Thailand is the best place. I tell everybody, if you're having a hard time or you're struggling or whatever, like there's just no bad days in Thailand. There just isn't. They don't, the Thai people are the most lovely people in the world. They don't like confrontation. They Mm -hmm. don't, like it's a very peaceful existence and a very simplistic, like the food is healthy. The attitude is, oh, like everything. And like how bad of a day can it be when you're barefoot at the beach and your house is a oh hot water? Yes. And you're paying $8 Canadian a night for it. So let's go. <laughs> right. Like your yeah. biggest expense is the flight over, but they laugh at us because here, I shouldn't say they laugh at us. That sounds rude, but we pay, like we go for pad thai, we pay $18 for a tray of pad thai. Well, that would feed their family for a week. Like you're going to pay $2 for pad thai. There. Yeah. Like, so I've been back to Thailand. It's, it's a place everybody needs to go. It's my favorite place on the earth. I did all 10 countries around there. So Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, mm-hmm. um, Japan, like everywhere, went everywhere. But Thailand is like the best little hub for everything. Okay. Oh, it's so special. And it sounds like such a spiritual experience. Like you go there to like check it out because it's cheap and there's a beach and then so much more happens. Like very eat, pray, love 
experience. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and you just, you just decompress. You're in like, even when you arrive into Bangkok, like Bangkok mm -hmm. is a massive city full of people and it's a bit like, holy, where am I? Yeah. But like by day two, day three, and you've hung out on Koh San road and done the touristy things. You're like, now where to like, you're just, yeah. yeah. I think it's really special too, that you can afford to stay for a long time because oh, yeah. for so many people, your nervous system so amped. And then it takes, you know, a week to kind of chill out. So if you can afford to be there for an extended period of time and yeah. have your Wi-Fi and stay connected, like. Even in Thailand, you do. Yeah. 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 Still, they have really good Wi-Fi. Um, everywhere does. Yeah. I, like, I find the places I struggle with Wi-Fi and being staying connected is on boats, cruise ships, river cruises, things like that. Like, yeah. you're just not going to win. Yeah. When you're on a cruise ship of 5,000 people and they're all bleeding the internet connection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you don't go at spring break because it's full yeah. of spring breakers who are Instagramming to death. You can't get online. That you just can't. Not like a wellness retreat to me going on a spring break cruise. <laughs> and yeah. um, how, how about Bali? Bali is another place that is mm -hmm. so cheap. Mm -hmm. um, they have incredible resorts. Mm -hmm. So you can stay as bougie as you want down to hostels. Mm -hmm. um, lots to see and do. The food is, is good. I, I like the Thai food a lot better, but it's still, it's so good. It's just fresh. Mm -hmm. um, lots of retreat space, lots of activities. That whole Southeast Asia corner Honestly, there's just, it's a really, really magical place to go and just simmer. Love that. So for your retreats, what, um, what's on the itinerary and do you have any coming up? So I just had one in April mm -hmm. and it unfortunately, um, on March 25th was canceled because oh. on, because the Malaysian government still hadn't pulled the quarantine requirement. Okay. So everybody, we would have had to quarantine for the first five days that we were there. And so I had no interest in doing that. Um, mm -hmm. So anyways, the, um, the supplier, he, they um, canceled it, which mm -hmm. was like, just so sad. There was so much planning that went into it. Um, but yeah, they, like, we really take care of everything. Like there's, your accommodation, your food, your yoga every day, your meditations, your, there was, um, we did bike riding through rice fields, you know, things like that. So that one's just going to be rescheduled, which mm -hmm. is fine. Um, there'll be another one in Costa Rica in the fall. Um, but they sell out, they sell out really so quick. So fast. Like yes, the Bali I one, I think sold out in four days. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I keep them at uh, 12 people maximum. Oh, nice. Just because I want it to be a small group and an intimate group and not some mass produced kind of thing. So, yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so what is next for you on as far as like wellness travel goes? Oh, Lord, I just got back yeah. from Europe. You're always just... coming back from somewhere. <laughs> I'm always coming back because last month I was in Europe for two weeks with my son, my 17 year old, and we putzed around five different countries and just, yeah, actually somebody said to me the other day, how was it? And I said, you know, what was really interesting is I was gone for two weeks with a 17 year old and there wasn't one second of one minute of one day where I was sick of him. 
Oh, that's so nice for you guys. We just had fun. Yeah, we just laughed so and just had fun. fun. But people ask me that too about, you know, traveling with kids and yeah. going to Europe and places like that. Europe is really expensive. Um, mm -hmm. If you wanted to go and do kind of a retreat, I don't know if Europe is a place that I would, like there's definitely, like you could go to Monte Carlo, you could go mm -hmm. any of those places, but mm -hmm. there's a price tag. Like if yeah. you want to go to Germany, Germany's cheap, <laughs> but everywhere else is going to break your bank. Like you have to really be financially prepared for that. So most of the retreats that like I do or I offer or I create are, of course, are in Asia. Um, some people do India. India is a really touchy one. Um, and then the Caribbean. So, I love yeah. That. So what's next for me for a retreat? I don't know yet. Costa Rica yeah. in the fall. Um, I'm actually, there is a Mexico resort mm. uh, in the Mayan and it's called Secrets Mokshe. And it just opened and it's luxury wellness amazing and i'm going there for eight days in november but yeah i don't really have much else planned right now you you all always have a lot on the go i do and i'm a very yeah. last minute like i'm a person who on monday if monday hits off on a bad note thursday i have no problem flying to cabo for the weekend <laughs> get me out <laughs> Yeah, I'm escape. I'm an escape artist. I just am. And there's nothing that a margarita in Cabo on the weekend won't fix, right? Are there any um, tips that you have for people traveling right now as far as like the airport situation, like the luggage situation? I only carry on. I am, when you were sharing about your carry on, like I'll go with a backpack and just go somewhere there's a washing machine and I always run out of clothes and underwear. Jordan. This was this trip to Europe. So as you've probably heard, Europe right now is a bit of a schmozzle. Um, Heathrow, when we were leaving and we were landing in Heathrow, Heathrow had reported half a million to a million unclaimed suitcases in their arrivals area. So I hadn't seen it yet. And I said to my son, I think we need to carry on because I don't want to be stuck in that. And for two weeks in Europe, I need my stuff. I mm -hmm. like my stuff, Jordan. I like my stuff. So anyways, we did it. I hated every second of it, but, but, but when we arrived at Heathrow into that arrivals area, as soon as we walked in, we were like this, like the smell was so overpowering. There is literally half a million suitcases and piles. And my son was like, oh my gosh, mom, what's the matter? And I said, like, you have to think like these abandoned suitcases come from all parts of the world where people travel with food, with like, you think of what your luggage smells like when you come home from Mexico and you come home. The same it's like day. musty. They've been sitting there for weeks, a month, and there's a half a million of them. Like it's intense. So I was really grateful that we carried on. It was a huge, for me, it was a huge inconvenience because I like, yes, I have backpacked all over the world, but on a trip like this, I wanted my stuff. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> the best part about Europe, they have fabulous toiletries in every hotel you go into. Like we were on a cruise for part of our trip. They had Loctane products in the bathroom. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. So... They most of them have really, really good toiletries. So they're like that helps, but yeah. So for traveling right now, I say pack your patience. Mm -hmm. 
Um, keep in mind that the people that work in airports and on the aircraft and in the hotels and train stations, 90% of them are minimum wage employees mm -hmm. and they're just there doing their job. And I mm -hmm. understand that it's frustrating, but I tell people, if you go with a full belly, an empty mm -hmm. bladder, a podcast in your headphones and be prepared to wait, you're going to mm -hmm. be just fine. Mm -hmm. But if you go in expecting what it was in 2020, 2019, or it's like this, you're mm -hmm. just going to get frustrated and have an awful time. So they're doing their best. And what can people do as far as like their flights getting canceled or have an agent? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you guys handle all of that. I cannot, after everything we've been through in the past couple of years, mm -hmm. I can't wrap my head around how people still book online. I just like, first off, travel is not cheap. No. So you're handing over hundreds of thousands of dollars to a third party site that when your flight gets canceled, you're the one calling a 1-800 number to deal with it, or you're at the airport counter, or why on earth would you do that? When you can call us, doesn't cost you anymore, and we take care of everything. So if I do a trip for you, if I put together a custom trip for you, I'm going to charge you a $75 planning fee because my time is valuable. Yeah. And it takes a lot to put a trip together, but $75 really isn't that much. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you have me until you return from your trip. So even if you check into your hotel and you're not happy, um, something's wrong, that's not for you to deal with. That's for me to deal with. I have people on the ground who can deal with that. I am available to my clients through WhatsApp or whatever it is. The whole time that they're gone, you need something, contact me. I'll take care of it. You're on vacation. So wow. that's what I would say right now with every, because yeah, flights, the flight you book today is not, not the flight you're going on. <laughs> no, no. And we have direct phone numbers. We have mm -hmm. contacts. We have people that we can get through to. So I just don't understand well, I also don't understand not supporting small business either, but um, we're experts. This is what we do. So well, I, I was on a holiday um, a couple of weeks ago in Kelowna. It was like a girl's, a girl's trip and girls had flown from all over the country to meet there. Mm -hmm. So we drop everyone off at the airport and we're driving home. And then we start getting calls that their flights are canceled. They have to stay. There's no, so if they had gone through an agent, you, you would help reschedule their flights, find them. We would have known probably mm -hmm. that their flight was canceled before they knew their flight was canceled. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very and that's good. our job is yeah. to get them on another flight or to help them get on the next flight or whatever is available. Find accommodations when they have to stay overnight. And get them compensation and get them like, yeah. So. Wow. If the, like, more if there's available, ever. pardon? More than ever, people need. Yeah, and I just, I understand, like, I, I hear a lot of people say to me, we're well-traveled, we've traveled a lot, we can do it. But why? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, even if you want to plan, say you're a very, very well-traveled person and you're really good at putting together your own personal itineraries, that's great. But once you get it all together, call an agent to have them book it. Okay. Because it's great. You've done it all. Yeah. But why on 
earth after ever like first off the amount of time it takes a consumer to put in as opposed to the time it takes us to put in is way different mm-hmm. um why would you go and put all that effort in to throw your money to a third party who isn't going to answer the phone i feel like your career and your business is so aligned to who you are like you've really built a business around what you love to do. And I can really feel the joy. Like when you're talking, when you're talking to me about all of these experiences and really creating like guest centered experiences. So I think what people, a lot, most people who know me know this, but not, not everybody knows this. I'm actually a registered psychologist. And so, yeah. So I work a lot in mediation and family mediation and civil mediation, and then also in uh, parenting coordination. So people who are divorcing and fighting over kids. And so for the longest time, I thought that's where I was supposed to be, but it just, it wasn't fueling me. Like travel just fuels me. It's my bucket filler. And there was a point in my life where I was like, I have to design what I want to do and make a go of it because the other is just bleeding me it's just like it's a great career don't get me wrong but it's a bleeding career it's exhausting it's draining you come home and you just want to hug your quasi normal family because you're not messed up (laughs) it's just not it's not me at all this is me I love that so much, Tannis. And I really believe that when you choose a career that's aligned and you're going where your soul wants to go, you find incredible success and happiness and things get so much easier. And the creativity that you can bring to your business and bring to what you're doing is endless. Like it's just, it's nonstop. I have harebrained ideas all the time. So how do people get involved in the travel industry? What would you tell people who want to get involved in travel or tourism as a career? I get a lot of people sending me resumes or reaching Mm -hmm. out to me because they Mm -hmm. just want to do it. And I think there's this understanding that people need to have of if you're diving into it right now, you're not, we don't travel for free. Mm -hmm. We don't, I mean, we like, I've been in it a long time now. Yes, I get a lot of perks and benefits and things from my suppliers, but that's very earned. You don't mm-hmm. start in the travel industry and, you know, British Airways is going, oh, here, come to Europe. Here's a ticket. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You have to really, it's, it's a commission-based industry. You're not going to make a salary unless you work for, I don't know, I, I wouldn't even know, um, but it's... So pretty much it's a commission-based industry. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid until the traveler travels. So okay. that's another thing. Like if we're doing a wedding, say you ask me to do your wedding in November mm-hmm. of 2023, but I'm working on it right now. I'm not going to get paid till November of 2023. So that's things that they need to understand. Yes, it's a fantastic world. It's great. You're going to see the world. You're going to be given opportunities. But I think diving in, understanding mm-hmm. that it is, we're, we don't use Expedia. Mm-hmm. Like we're not online doing that. We have thousands and thousands of suppliers. We just, the learning curve in the industry is massive. And you have to have an incredible attention to detail. It's as simple as you know, putting in an airport code and mixing a letter, you are now sending somebody to the Middle East, like, you have to really like it's the attention to detail. 
every mistake you make, you get charged for. Like it's, but we get charged for it, not the consumer. So like you have to really just be no, you have to know what you're getting into, but man, it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. I have six of, and I mean, this is no slight to my colleagues in the industry, but I have six of the best women this industry has. Mm-hmm. The six strongest women you could ask for are on my team. They're incredible. And everybody has a niche. Everybody does something different. But the amount of respect I have for these women and their moms, they're some aren't moms, some are, you know, just young girls who really want to make their life travel. Mm-hmm. They are driven. They're smart. They're just, they're fearless. And I have six of the best That's you could ask for. So amazing. And they're so lucky to have you as a, as a mentor too. I think they feel that they're pretty vocal about that, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize um, like how many relationships you need to build with people all around the world to make your business run. Well, you think about even driving in downtown Calgary, there is a Marriott, there's a Fairmont, there's a Hilton, there's a Hyatt, there's a, like, some of them are conglomerates and built into each other, but like, for the most part, you got to, and then expand that across the world. Mm-hmm. Like, a core, a core is Fairmont, is like, West, like, all of those, right? Like, mm-hmm. you have to understand brands, you have to understand suppliers, you have to understand product, mm-hmm. um, things like that, like Disney, I am not your girl. <laughs> I have a girl who works for me. She's Disney. She's all Disney and she's good at Disney. I don't think Disney is the happiest place on earth. I just don't. It's very expensive. And then when you leave Disney, you need a vacation from Disney. So then it gets really expensive. That's what my dad said. He took us there when we were little and he said it was the worst holiday he's ever been on. <laughs> taking my daughter in October. She's 13 and she has been harassing me and I'm like, fine. So we're going to go for a couple days and just go to Disney. Guys, we'll um, oh, Lord. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but I'm also not afraid to let you know if I don't know or mm-hmm. if I don't like it. I'm going to put you in touch with one of my girls. Somebody contacts me today and says, I want to take my family to Disney. I'm like, perfect. We'll do that for you fish it off. <laughs> I've got, I have the most skilled Disney girl working for me. You got, she's got you. I promise. So what are everybody else's niches? What is um, your favorite to work on and what does your team work on? Me, I'm adventure, okay. adventure, travel, adventure groups, wellness group, like groups of adventure. That's my thing. Of course, I still do like the odd all inclusive or whatever for friends, family, or like repeat clients. But my, my whole thing is groups and adventure all over the world it doesn't matter what country it is Mm. um I that's my um I have you know weddings I have a girl who does strictly weddings um I have you know the Disney and family vacation girl um I have one that just does strictly all-inclusives and Vegas and New York and like those kind of trips um I have who else Um, they all like I have a Europe She's, um, she's really, really smart with Europe and she's young, which is good. And then I have a girl, um, Brie, who's solo travel. She is, she is the solo travel for women guru. I just have one more question for you, I guess. Um, like where do you see the future of travel going? 
So what I've noticed, like right now, I can't tell you how busy we are. It's unreal. Summer is typically, I don't want to say a lull, it just slows down. We have been winter busy all summer. Wow. Um, Christmas is sold out. If somebody wants to go to Mexico for Christmas, you're going to sell your firstborn. Like it's, it's sold. Like the, if it's not sold out, what is left is on a, like, it's just expensive. It's so yeah. crazy. Um, I, I'm seeing people who sat for so long and were told what they couldn't do for so long mm -hmm. that now there's a freedom in what they can do. And they're yeah. doing huge. Like in the month of July, I had 17 families in Europe. Wow. Like, yeah. Well, and I guess in Europe because... in the summertime, I'll have like six or seven. Yeah. 17 in the month of July. They're going for it. When I think everybody's um, priorities have really changed in the last couple of years, like you really thought about what's important to you and. And the generational trips, taking yeah. trips with your parents, your yeah. family, you're doing it. Like you go to Hawaii, rent a house, like go somewhere, rent a villa. And all of Love you it. just live in a house. Like to spend time together. So that's what I'm seeing. I don't see, like for me, I don't see so much of the all-inclusive request. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, what can we do to make a memory? Like where can we go? That. And yeah. Amazing. And do you see kind of the struggles um, with the staff and the airports and the airlines kind of being resolved anytime soon? They're working on it. Yeah. I will give them that. You can see yeah. that there's a bit of reprieve. Um, I can tell you from firsthand experience that as like, even the mess that Europe is, mm -hmm. Canada is just so behind on everything. Mm. Canada, I don't know what is going on, but we are just the last on the, on the list of everything for change with regards mm -hmm. to travel. As soon as you leave Canada, you realize what the rest of the world is like. And wow. as soon as you come back to Canada, you're just like, you're back in this shit. I need to get out of, of here. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm gonna be very careful in how I speak about that, but I just, you notice the second you board, or you walk into an airport in Canada, or you board a plane in Canada. Like we How still different. have even the masking requirements. Mm -hmm. Nowhere else? No. So we were like an example, when we were flying out of London a couple of weeks ago, we were at our boarding gate. Mm -hmm. We were flying a Canadian airline home direct. Mm -hmm. And you're in London, there's no masks. And everybody is sitting in the departure lounge. There's like 300 and some odd of us. And the flight attendant comes out, makes her announcement and says, by the way, this is a Canadian operated flight. You have to wear a mask to board the flight and for the entirety. And we are not providing you with masks. If you don't have a mask, you don't get to board. And she hung up her little speaker. Now, being Canadian, of course, I have like a slew of them in my bag. Mm -hmm. The mayhem that that created like all of these people are like, where do we get masks? What are you talking about? So I'm pulling and like, people are like, do you have an extra mask? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it could have been a big business. Like, yeah. And the thing is, we're here to answer questions. Like on Instagram, 
you have, like, I get questions every day, all day. Mm-hmm. I am happy to answer questions. I'm not gonna on Instagram, you know, plan out like I, every now and then I'll be like, Oh, we have flights booked to Maui. What should we do there? Well, you should hire me and I will put together a trip for you. I'm not gonna give out a free trip for you, yeah. but I'm here to help. And we definitely are the experts. And this is what we do day in and day out. And this is what we know and what we're so good at. Yeah. And I can feel just it. rely on an agent. Amazing. And um, to wrap up, is there anything else, any little inspiration that you'd like to share? I think for people who like in the podcast world, mm-hmm. if they want travel inspiration, that's what my podcast was. I need to record another season, but there's a couple of seasons on there. I just travel with Tannis mm-hmm. and it's all my own personal travel stories. And there is a story about when I took my dad to, we did a father daughter trip a couple of years ago. And I haven't spent like two weeks with my father on my own since I was probably eight years old. And we just, went to London, Greece, and Turkey. Big trip. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, but again, one of those trips you've got to do. You've just got to do it. Like, yeah. Um, so inspiration is definitely there. If people have time and they want to just like tap into travel stories. Yeah. There's a bunch Love of them it. there. But I'm also available on Instagram anytime. Mm-hmm. People can chat me anytime they want. By all means, ask me whatever. And I just love following your Instagram to see where you're at. Like where in the world is Tannis and what do you have going on and what are you checking out? And your tips are so valuable as well. Have you ever followed my list? The fuck it list? Yeah. (laughs) Tell tell us about the fuck it list. So during COVID, I was so sick and tired of being told what I couldn't do. I was just done with it. And so I decided instead of a bucket list, because a bucket list implies that you're dying, I created the fuck it list. (laughs) And it was 12 destinations that you could go to for the price of an all-inclusive in Mexico. But they're like Australia, they're Bali, they're Thailand, they're all these different itineraries. And it's to get people thinking outside the box. Stop thinking Mexico all-inclusive all the time. Instead of going for seven days, go for 10 and go here. Go see something. Go do something. So my whole mentality was, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So I released it. And then I ended up having to trademark it because it blew up. It went crazy. And so my lawyer was like, uh, you need to trademark this term. Yeah. So I literally own the word. Fuck. <laughs> so there is the bucket list for 2020. And then I released it again. So March of every year, I release a new bucket list and it's 12 destinations to get you thinking outside the box. If you go on my website, travelwithtownis.com, you'll see the bucket list and you can go in and click links to all of them. And they're the full itineraries. And yeah, the other thing was so many people had so many airline points build up yes. over that time. So all of the trips are land only because I want people to understand too, you have travel points, use mm-hmm. them for your flights, right? Like the flights are typically like the big chunk of the price of the trip. Yeah. So here's a trip you can do. Use your airline points, book your flights, but here's a wicked trip. Let's get you on this one. So yeah, check out stuff like that. I love it. 
Mm -hmm. Go and look at the bucket. And I love the bucket list. I think that's so funny. Well, I was a little bit concerned at first. I remember saying to my marketing girl, I'm like, is this career suicide? She's like, no. <laughs> so, and it turned out to be the best thing. I, I was in Mexico last December and I won an award um, for being in my industry, like an innovative and creator of things that just shake the industry. So Keep shaking it up, Tannis. I love it. And Why not? Uh, yes, I got to get out of here soon. So I'll uh, come see you for do it. My wellness adventure, relaxing golf. I'm here to help. Can I come? <laughs> yeah, you can come. Oh my gosh. A week of with you. <laughs> It'd be too crazy. Seriously. I book like a 30 minute meeting yeah. with you and I'm in heaven. Like, oh. can <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. And, uh, where can people find you? So on Instagram at travel with tennis. Everything is travel with Tannis. Okay. Yep. You bet. Instagram is travel with Tannis. My website is travelwithtannis.com. Uh, my podcast is travel with Tannis. Just travel with me. Let's yeah, go. Travel. I'll go travel with you with too. Tannis. If you're scared to go and you need somebody to go with you, let's go. I'll go. Let's go. I love that. Okay. We're going <laughs> wherever you want to go. I'll go. Thanks so much, Tannis. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to connect with us online. Happy healing.